0: This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and
1: other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Coming up for episode 124, more Mario Kart than we know what to do with. It's time to get really retro in our web browser. And it has begun. Again. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds.
2: This is I Remembered It Better. A podcast experiment in geek nostalgia.
1: <laughs> Come on, bark like a dog for me. Ooh, i done a bad thing.
2: We're on a mission
1: from God. This is my boomstick. Kiss my Converse. What's extraordinarily bad. I
0: got a bad feeling about this.
2: Now, here are your hosts.
1: Oh no! Not again! See that the humans remain entertained until the end. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I'm a loser, baby, and you're going to kill me over and over. I'm Cliff Haddix, also known as and I'm Joel. In tonight's analytical look back, by from Atlanta, Georgia, where due to being internationally known, he is confirmed to not be Rob Bass, but rather Ryan Alton. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean and it, this is disappointing. This is disappointing. First of all, um, it's it's good to be home back in America. Uh people don't talk so so funny. Um, after after uh what well, was a very productive and, and fun trip to London, but um, yeah, I mean it's I, I mean I want to rock right now. Um, <laughs> I came to get down. However, uh, yes, due to being internationally, known, internationally known, I cannot so. be Rob ba- And they are, they Base. are serious about that. Shit. Like, <laughs> they, I mean, they're check, they're like, okay, rock right now, came to get down. I'm sorry, internationally known. No. Next. Next. So.
1: <laughs> Bring the next candidate forward to be Rob Bates. Yep.
0: So, I'm just, Ryan all <laughs> good.
1: Well, we're glad to have you. Yeah, we're I'm glad, glad to, to be you. had. So
0: I missed you guys. Good.
1: No, we missed you too. Yeah, we missed you too.
0: So you're a loser and like killing stuff, or well,
1: um, people are killing I you. Had I guess I could have kind of go into this on geeky goodness, but at least unpack it. I had the most awful day of Heroes of the Storm that I've had since I've been playing it, and oh, I've Jesus. been playing it. Do you talk to somebody outfit. about that? Well. Uh, Yesterday, uh, I'll I'll bring it out now. Okay. Okay. So yesterday's quest, you get daily quests, you know, to complete, to earn gold. Okay. And yesterday's quest for me was win three games. Not hard. I can win three games. Okay. Doing a quick match, maybe in ranked play. If I, if I sit down for a good stream of games, surely I can get three games won.
0: You would think so?
1: No, I couldn't either. Oh. I. Didn't win a game. Huh. For my entire play session, I never won a game. I played as an assassin. I played as the tank. I played as the healer. I tried everything. I played my favorite character. I played Kale. I played Diablo. I played Lee Ming. I played all the ones I'm good at, or at least think I'm good at. But just kept getting people who disconnected. People who sat AFK. People who wanted to futz around and not play as a team, and it just spiraled down. for. Th- I, 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 I even played Rhaegar, who, and, and I'll, bring, Rhaegar. I'll bring Jules into the conversation here. Jules, yeah, we need, Jules to bring, Rha- we need to bring in that, someone else that, that, that knows what the know hell that you're I, talking about. I might as well be talking colors at you right now, because I know you don't play well, this Well, I game. know colors.
0: <laughs> I passed preschool. But yeah, but, this is but, the part but, of the but, show where stuff dribbles out of my ears, so let's bring Jules in.
1: But Jules, Jules, you, you could speak to this, because you play a fair amount of Rhaegar. Yeah, and, I love Rhaegar. He's back in fashion. He's the new hotness, because they, they upped his talents, uh, especially the, the Lightning Shield build. That's mm-hmm. the build most people are doing. So uh, I'm in a hero league, and someone says, hey, does anybody have Rhaegar? And I'm first pick. I said, I have Rhaegar, I'm good with him. I can heal. And they said, okay, get Rhaegar. He's OP, so I get Rhaegar. And this is the draft that follows. Kael'thas. Abathur, Rexar, and Nova. <laughs> Where's tank? Oh, I have no idea so, what you're talking about. Uh, well, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll break this down for you. <laughs> the reason that Rhaegar works as a healer mm-hmm. is he's made to protect someone who gets in the fight and fights hand to hand. Because he has a shield that protects him and does damage to the other players. Okay. everything they picked was arranged player. Ah. there's nobody okay. to fit the... they asked me to pick a healer that that would work well with everyone but who they picked yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so basically oh, geez. and they're like where are my heels I'm like you picked the wrong characters don't put this on me oh man. I healed them as best I could, but you know all the things that that benefited from Rhaegar, we couldn't do anything with. I'm like, I guess I'll put a shield on the bear, and that's all I did. That's all I could do, and yeah, it, it wasn't enough. And it, and even worse, it was Dragonshire. So it just you know it we, we it never it was just a painful, painful 25 minutes <laughs> after numerous other losses that I'd already had. But anyway. But that's what I've been up to. And joining us from Madison, Wisconsin, where thermostats should never go out in the middle of February, it's Jules Scott. Ryan tried to trick I saw what you, you tried to do there, Ryan but tried, I, tried I, I to moved trick you. <laughs> Ryan tried to trick me. Ryan tried, but it's not gonna work. Ryan, for failed. those at home for those at home in the uh in, in the in the uh, show notes, John, uh, uh, John Cena had been put in instead of Jules' name, but I did not say that. I, I said Jules. <laughs> but ryan still uh, caused the show to pause to to notice the fact that john cena was in there yes i guess it's still mission accomplished yes thank you ryan um so jules uh is this a thermostat in your car or in your home
2: in my apartment um and it's cold here um it's been about 14 degrees for a high minus two for a low it's cold and uh I came home from work on, on Tuesday and I walked into the apartment and the cats are looking at me and I walked in wearing my coat and my scarf and I'm like, it's cold in here. And I go, what?
0: Okay. I was, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why thermostats were going outside in the middle of February. And I was like, it went why were thermostats out. going out? But it's like out as in ceased to work. Which, Ceasing yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> I just pictured like thermostats like, oh, well, we make a day of it and just go out for a little bit. Like,
1: <laughs> why? This episode of Reading Comprehension Podcast brought to you by... <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Reading. Well, no, Rainbow. I didn't read that wrong. I just... It didn't it, it interpret
0: it. the meaning.
2: It, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm just so a little more creative I, I <laughs> I realized that the, uh, it said low battery on my thermostat. So mm-hmm. I take the cover off and see, oh, there's two AA batteries in here. Let me go ahead and replace those and see what hell happens. And it turns on and it's 57 degrees in this apartment. Oh. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that should, that was probably like that all day because oh. I was at work all day. So my poor cats, um, were just like the heat kicks on and my heat vents are in the ceiling, which is great. And I had one cat up on the top of the cat tree with his belly up to the (laughs) ceiling, letting the air blow on him. Ah. (laughs) I I wish I could have gotten a picture of it. It was
1: so, it
2: was just like, it was like defrosting the poor cat. It was so funny. Warm my kitty junk, please. Well, they are male, so they yeah, don't have any junk left, but they are male. So. I, well, they, they have left? Parts Did they use it? it all up? Or
0: Pieces like,
1: of junk, yeah. They have, they have, have scraps of, of junk. Scraps <laughs> if
0: you play with it too much, it will fall apart.
2: <laughs> That's, That's what they told you in school, didn't they?
1: Uh, uh, well, they, they I wouldn't lie to them. us about that sort of thing, would they? <laughs> Well, geeks, fanboys, and fangirls, whether you're comfortable tonight or freezing to death, you can call us what you want. We all have the things that we love and obsess over. We often hold a special place for the things of our childhood. Webster's Dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for a return to or of some past period or irrecoverable condition. So how many of the things that we have geeked out in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember, and how many of them? Have we overhyped in our memory to the point that a second look will have us saying, why did we like this? So what geeky goodness have you been into this week, Ryan? Um, I haven't been into, uh,
0: too, too much, too much. Last week in London, not a lot of geeky goodness. I did bring along the first season of Black Sales, um, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Uh, that is a super awesome TV show. Um, even more so when you realize that it's the prequel to Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. So, um, that's, that's super cool. I need to get my hands on season two and watch it like it's my job. Cause it's, it's, I, it's pirates, man. And that's, that's what I want to be when I grow up. I want to be a pirate when I grow <laughs> up. Yeah. I wanted to be a Flintstone. I have too many fingers. So I'll settle for pirate. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I've also, uh, <laughs> There's, there's a, um, a super cool video game store up the street, uh, called, uh, Zero Galaxy or something, Zero Gravity, Zero Gravity maybe, uh, games. I don't know what it's called. I just know where it is. And they do, when you buy anything there, like for every so many dollars you buy, you get a ticket. And then once a month, they do a drawing for like a free Xbox One or a PlayStation 4. Um, so I wait until the day of the drawing because they do triple tickets on that day. And I have started, um, I, I started this last last Saturday, Uh the first time I did it, but um, I went in and decided I'm going to just go ahead and drop some money on some video games, get some tickets, try and win an Xbox One, because I really, really want one. Um, and I was looking around, there's really no video games that I still kind of wanted to play, everything I wanted to play was on Xbox One. I don't have one, hence why I'm trying to win one. So... Uh, basically, I've invested in my future of an Xbox One by buying (laughs) all the Xbox One video games I want to play, and then just hoping I win one. Um, it didn't happen, Saturday. It's fine, I still have other, Uh. but I spent about $100 in video games to get, like, a stupid amount of tickets. Uh, in fact, I was, like, $10 short from, like, the $100 mark, so, um... Because at one hundred dollars, you get fifteen extra tickets or whatever. So I was like at ninety bucks, and I had my daughter with me, and she she had been looking at some like Wii game, some like princesses dress them up and and give them makeovers and stuff like that game. I was like, kid, go grab that video game you were looking at. It was ten bucks. That'll put Daddy over the top. So we did that. Um, But yeah, so I've uh, (laughs) I've bought uh, Assassin's Creed Unity for a console I don't own. I have bought, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate for a console I don't own. And I've bought, uh, Battlefronts for, oh, you guessed it, a console I don't own. So, um, <laughs> still to buy that I, uh, games I really want to play, uh, eventually on 360, uh, or on, on Xbox One, um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online. So, uh, I'll probably do that, you know. Here in a couple weeks is buy another video game for a console I don't own. Uh, <laughs> Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Uh, naturally on a console that I don't own. And, um, Thief. For a console I don't own.
1: Let, let me ask the question. Go for it. Once this hypothetical console does arrive. Yes. How will you sleep? Because you're going to feel the need to play every one of these games that you have bought. Yeah,
0: um, my head is going to shoot clean off my body. (laughs) Because it's not just that. It's not just like getting in all this video game time. Cliff, where the hell do I start? Exactly. I mean, I basically got the Willy Wonka factory of video games sitting in front of me. And what's going to happen is I'm going to have a massive heart attack and die uh right there. In front of my new Xbox yeah. One,
1: can I have it if that happens? Yeah, absolutely, sure. Why not? <laughs> oh okay. god, what the hell do I care? <laughs> I don't know, It really is like you've been dropped off at the front gate of Disney World and told uh-huh. go, and you're like, well, wh- where do I start? Well, it's not even that How because did- there
0: is, I mean, there is a there's a flow to Disney World. You know, you look at the well, app, that's true. you fit what's lines. You know, you got to do Peter Pan first because that shit is going to fill up, and it's going to be 45 mm-hmm. minute wait the rest of the day. You know, then everything else you just play it by based on how close you are. This is just like, <laughs> here you go,
1: and just like I don't zero weight for everything. What do you ride first? I don't, I don't know. Well, not not even what you ride first. The first time you hit a chat, uh, like like you're playing Assassin's Creed, yeah. and You don't complete a mission twice. Mm-hmm. Screw it! I'm going to Battlefront. Yeah, and then the same thing. Like the first time you reach a real challenge, will you buckle down to beat it? I'm like screw it! I've got five well, other games I can see, play. I'm
0: yeah, I'm. <laughs> I play all my video games on easy mode because I'm interested in the story. I want to be entertained. Uh, I don't feel the need to challenge myself and be like, ah, I beat this on hard level or whatever. Like, I lie about that kind of stuff and tell people like, yeah, I beat this shit on hard. <laughs> cause what are you going to do? Like, prove it. Like, no, I d- just did. So, um, so that's, that's usually not a problem. It, it is really going to be just like weird cause, cause right now I'm playing like the last, the last video game I'll play on 360. Uh, I'm playing right now is Assassin's Creed Rogue. So I'm pretty sure I'll be like fairly settled on Assassin's Creed for a while. So that takes those two out of the running. But I mean, I come on. Come on. What am I gonna do?
1: This is my first world problem, guys.
0: Which of these amazing video yeah. games do I play first?
1: Well, the real, now the first problem, first world problem is I've bought all these games and I. Th- for the system I don't own yet. That's your real version of the Well I problem. was
0: I was gonna buy one. Like I've I've got it all set, like budgeted. I was gonna buy one, but I was for you know, gotta finish Ro- you know, Assassin's Creed Rogue. So I yeah. figure in the meantime, let's see if I can win one for freeze. Yeah. freezies, And then yeah. use that money.
1: At least not you to didn't help overextend. Anybody. At least you didn't spend your budgeted money for the system on the chance that you'd get the games in the system. Yeah. You know, yeah, you didn't go that far. No. I was listening to a, a podcast today and a guy was telling a story of someone he knew that worked backstage at deal or no deal that this family like won a won a hundred thousand dollars on deal or no deal oh, and huh. they're crying. They're crying because when they found out they're gonna be on deal or no deal, well they were certain they were gonna win the big prize. Oh, damn it. So they'd already like spent spent the money they hadn't won yet. And they spent like, you know, six hundred grand. And they're like, we only want $100,000. Oh, my gosh. That's some first world tomfoolery right there.
0: That's just stupid is what that is. That is stupid. That's dumb. So dumb.
1: So, Jules, what about you? Have you uh, bought games for a game system you don't have yet? (laughs) I have not.
2: (laughs) I'm sad to say I have not done that. And, you know, now I feel like I should. But I won't because... I don't have a lot of money right now, so I'm not going <laughs> to worry about that. Um, but yeah, I, um, my, my week was kind of focused around, um, Heroes of the Storm this week because they are doing qualifiers for the spring regionals, uh, coming up at the end of the month. And so I spent a lot of time this weekend watching competitive heroes uh. and was just a blast like it was so nice i played a lot of diablo between matches you know you can just kind of knock off a couple of uh of uh riffs and get that done while they're you're waiting for them to do the draft <laughs> for another
1: match he, he is great if you got the right team behind you yeah he really is yeah
2: and so um i was having i was having a really good weekend with just doing those kinds of things it's been busy um for me i've been playing um like so we did uh, a stream on friday night drinking and swearing with uh with Pat Crane and I and we played some of the Jackbox Party Pack uh games we played oh, Quiplash cool. and uh and uh Fibbage which are two Quiplash is is a game where it's a fill in the blank where you compete against two another person and then p- the people vote on the 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 best answer which seems very simple but it's very funny and uh so we had a ton of fun doing that and uh and then, of course, here's the Storm Ladies Night on Tuesdays, which is just so fun. Um, and you
1: guys are getting better. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was watching your all's, your all's communication is really good. You're, you're using pro, using the terms like, you know, not just, Hey, go that way. You're like, Hey, you know, go get this camp. Go bot, go bot. Yeah. So was, that's fun to
2: watch. That was a lot of fun. We, and of course, we're so inappropriately humored at this point that it's just like, <laughs> silly. So we wind up having a, a blast with all of that. It's a it's a, such a fun Tuesday night. Um, and uh, that's been about it. Um, I haven't been doing a ton of of other games at this point. So it's here. This Heroes of the Storm is my gig. It's my bag.
1: What about you? Well, uh, I told you about my horrible Heroes skid that I'm kind of like just. I'm anxious to get back in, you know, and and have a good day of play. I'm hopefully that'll have, I'll get a time this weekend that I'll get on a good streak. I I mean it has to. Yeah. Um uh and I I, I but I have played some more with Emily. Emily's wanted to play and she's fallen in love with Sergeant Hammer. Oh wow. Um she's still learning how to judge how close she should be and when she should get out. Um uh, I, I, the first few games, I completely babysat her as Morales, and Morales and Hammer is just a nasty combination because, hey, she, Hammer just keeps killing everyone around you while Morales just keeps her alive, and um, <laughs> and so we we did very well. It was again, we're doing AI games for now, but um, we were going to play on our lunch break again today, like we have in the past, and something happened when I was logging in. I was still in Hero League mode, and I invited her, and it wouldn't let us link up because I wasn't here. So let me let me leave group. I'll reconnect. So I left group, and she wasn't paying attention and clicked ready. So she started a game without me. Oh, and she's like, and she texts me, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going. What do I do? What do I do?" I'm like, just go play. You know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. And she said it actually really helped her because since I wasn't babysitting her. She had to rely more on her own survival. Mm -hmm. So I think it was really good for her to just play and learn when she has to back off. And she died a few times, but she loves that, like, her numbers are a lot better with Hammer than any other hero she's played. Like, she gets good siege numbers. Mm -hmm. She gets good hero damage numbers. Because she's a right-click hero if you play her uh, auto-build, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Play an auto-fire build, and, and she has a lot of fun with it. So, so hopefully I'll find some time to get back on track with my playing if I can get out of my funk that's going on. Um, also, i uh, been playing the Heroes of the Galaxy, uh, or Galaxy of Heroes Star Wars uh, mobile game. I finally figured out uh, a few things about how to level up characters better, so mm-hmm. I've been doing that. I've got a good squad, uh, and I just got to keep just got to be patient. Just got to level up slowly. Can't can't rush. I mean, don't get overly excited because there's events going on that I don't have the right characters to play. So I just let it go. It'll happen in time. Just keep plodding along. Keep slowly building my squad. Um, and uh, in the contest of champions, the Marvel Online game, uh, our recruitment efforts have really paid off. We had a little bit of a dip. Uh, but now we're at a full alliance of 30. You can only have nice. 30 for an alliance. So we are at a full box, uh, and we are, we are taking down content and having fun doing it. So it's really cool. It's really cool to see how it's come along. And it was really neat. The, the leader of the guild last week, um, I was like, okay, I, I got to go do my podcast. And he's like, your podcast? I'm like, yeah, I have podcasts. So he's like, well, what's the link? So I threw the link up in the chat and they're like, oh my gosh, you're like, Good, <laughs> and, and you're funny, and you all are. You all are actually make sense. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I mean, I don't know if podcasting just has this illusion that we're all, you know, like uncomfortable, bad, socially awkward people that just you know talking our basement well, to, now, to granted, fair, I say this are while are I'm well, in my garage. Such, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, you know, that the show had a flow and the show was funny and it was relatable and it was really cool and that, you know, there were a couple of folks in there. So we probably, probably picked up a few listeners from that. So which, I, we'll take them. Let's roll. Uh, now, did you but, tell him
0: that that's what happens when you, when you rehearse a show like 40 hours a week before, uh, before recording?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we put all that extra hour to research and dissertate and, uh, you know, break down. Just like, you know, just like all the work. I, I put in, just as much for this as I do prepping for a sermon every week. Mm-hmm. So all that writing. All that writing and research. That's what we have been up to. Let's see what's been going on in the news. Stand by for news.
0: news and the big no news of the day is... No good news! This is Les than saying may
1: the good news be yours.
0: In the news.
1: Yeah, we'll do it live! Alright, now when I was a kid, I remembered that there was a bunch of brouhaha that after this movie Star Wars came out, along came Battlestar Galactica. A TV show that a lot of people accused of trying to ride the coattails of Star Wars. And in fact, they even in some places did release it on the big screen just to get some hype for it for its television run. Well, we're still kind of freshly off Battlestar Galactica being in our zeitgeist, the, the sci-fi series, you know, did very well. But there's talk, we got a movie in development at Universal. Too soon? I don't think it's too
0: soon. No, I mean, don't think it's uh, too soon. what, the series ended in like 2011 or something? 2009. 2009. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking uh, seven years in between um okay i don't think it's too soon uh i, I mean especially like i've I, i've started like battle like i think i watched part of season one mm-hmm. it's something it seemed interesting to me something i could probably get into It's just one of those things where i didn't have a ton of time stuff had to be slid to the back burner or taken off the stove entirely and that was one of them so um so it's not one of those things where i i personally feel like just inundated with Battlestar Galactica, then I'm like,
1: a movie or whatever. So I'll <laughs> take it.
0: Whatever. It's cool. Cool with me.
1: Well, well I mean, my thing is, are they going to reboot it again or is this a continuation? I mean, what, what way? Because the, if they're going to reboot and totally retell the story, that would seem a bit early, you know, because, I mean, the other one is still very popular on Netflix right now. Of course, they do the same thing with Spider-Man movies, but that's another story of another day. Um, the
2: I don't think this could be rebooted very easily because of the character. Like the the people are still pretty tied to these characters. It would be like rebooting Firefly, you know. And so, I mean,
1: isn't the story kind of over? It is. so to speak. Yeah, I mean, they kind of tied it up in a little really, bit. Yeah, that's what kind of has me. Think think finding it a little odd to say, well, let's do a movie. Well, I thought you kind of...
2: I, I would I would think that this, if they were to do something for a movie, that they would try to parallel the universe um, somewhere to, to kind of get into the Cylons and their side of the story rather than focusing on the humans.
1: Well, I can give you that. But I mean, doesn't that run the risk of, we know how the story turns out, you know, because we know... The interactions from the other side, would there be enough mystery and enough to really be unfolded to make it interesting? Now, this is coming from someone, and I will own, that Battlestar Galactica is one of my shortcomings in geekdom. Mm-hmm. I, I have not watched the series. I know I need to watch the series. I have a number of friends who tell me I'm a bad geek because I haven't watched the series. To which I always say, there's always new stuff coming out. <laughs> it's hard for to... me. <laughs> I missed it the first time around. I know I should go back and watch it. I will at some point. If I get the flu, I promise. That'll be what I binge watch when it happens. Yeah, exactly. it's just, you know, it, it's one of those ones that I love the original. I truly love the original. And even Battlestar Galactica 1980, that really, really goofy thing with different characters riding space motorcycles. I, I even like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just didn't get on board. So I don't know how excited I really am over a movie coming out. Yeah, and I'm sure there's somebody somewhere who's just losing their mind over it.
2: I would watch it. I really enjoyed the series, but I'm not someone who's saying my life would be more complete if there was a Battlestar Galactica movie. So
1: say we all. So say we all. So say we all! So say we all! So say we all! So say we all! I, I want to talk a little bit about trailers. Okay. Okay, so, so we have the, uh, newest, um, Batman v Superman. Apparently the final trailer that we're gonna get before the movie comes out. And, uh, in it, we get a, a more extended look at Alfred. I'm really digging Jeremy Irons as Alfred mm-hmm. now. I'm really digging him. Uh, and we're even seeing him as like, you know, Batman's eye in the sky, you know, when he's dealing with, you know, the bad guys or whatever. But I just realized the difference in flavor of the trailer this time. You know, we 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 had the majestic um, cinematic score trailers, but this one's like all rocky, <laughs> you know, and the music tone has changed the 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 editing is the super fast edits it's just make up your mind people make up your mind how you want to present a movie to us um i the the, the thing that turned me off about the uh newest star trek movie was the you know the, the beastie boys and fast edit you know it's, it's a bombardment of the senses again. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this one didn't have Doomsday in it, so I'm glad about that. <laughs> I'm glad that that wasn't given to us again. But still, it just, I don't know. It, it feels out of place with the other ones we've seen. Yeah. Now, maybe that's good. It's reaching a new direction. It just doesn't seem to fit with the other ones they've done for us so far.
2: The thing I noticed about this is how bat- Batman centric it was and how focused, I mean, they spent the first half of the trailer Showing Batman and his, all his, uh, you know, fighting prowess and interactions with Alfred and getting too old for this stuff kind of thing that was happening with him. And then they picked up on the stuff that we'd seen before about, you know, Batman thinks that Superman is a threat and therefore needs to be eliminated. And that was, so this trailer was like, Hey, we're kind of pro Batman here. Mm, that's how i saw
1: it understanding his point of view in all this Mm -hmm. trying to get to know him better yeah i i I will grant you that we did get a a, an interesting look of like the fighting style how well does it look and it looked like something right out of batman arkham asylum really that kind of that, that too that very flowing one guy to the next not slow enough i'll take on 10 bring it yeah you know big uh, and,
2: warehouse room bratty floors you yeah. know smash the guy halfway through the wood floor um that was definitely arkham arkham asylum yeah. arkham
1: or or for a, or a video game that we'll see later yeah you know that yeah. this is <laughs> this will definitely be a level in a video game yeah they're on the third floor i'll drop you off on the second you know i just <laughs> I, I mean, it, it it was entertaining to watch mm-hmm. and and think about, you know, what are we going to get next? And we don't have, you know, we're we're coming up closer on it. We'll be able to see this soon. But uh, I, don't, it just, I don't know. I, and we've talked about this a number of times. That I'm really, I was really pleasantly surprised by how little we learned in the Force Awakens trailer, and it just seems like that DC is bombarding us, you know. This is how many different clips, how many different shots, how many different sequences Um, they did their special before the Legends of Tomorrow and all that stuff that they're just really. I I mean, I know they they're hedging their bets. They're doing everything they can to make certain people go to see this movie because they're counting on this to get them to their their Justice League movie and everything else. They want to go backwards. So there's a lot riding on this. I get that. But. Will they overhype the train before it pulls
2: in? I think that there's a strong risk of it. Um, the Star Wars trailer was done by – I mean the person who created that movie trailer needs to teach a master class in how to advertise to yeah. an audience that is anticipating a property that they already know about. Because there's a there's an art form to it that if you're showing off of a, a property that you don't know anything about, yeah, you've got to reveal enough of the story for people to get hooked and want to know more. We know what's gonna happen between Batman and Superman. Yeah. So the things what well, do we want to defi- see? What does it look like? What the costumes look like? What kind of attitude is this gonna have?
1: And they and they and I I still they gave another huge tell away. They gave away another huge tell in this one. I mean, we, we've we speculated about the Batman, you know, Superman fighting armor that we've seen the picture yeah. of. But it, when we see that scene where Batman blocks Superman's punch with it, we're like, this is more than just metal. There is obviously something going on, you know, and my guess will be that Lex gives him kryptonite yep. to build his suit, or he gets it somehow. So this is, you know, and, and you know, granted... They've also been doing a lot of talking about kryptonite on Supergirl, another, you know, Warner Brothers property. So maybe that's part of, you know, seeding the lore so that we're prepared for that. Oh, when, when she has kryptonite, she fights like a regular human being. So, you know, maybe that's, you know, but I thought that was a huge tell to show that blocked punch. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to need some surprise moments when we get there, DC. Don't, don't give us everything yet.
2: I am. By the way, um, I have just been watching social media, and people are coming in after seeing Deadpool, and yeah. the rate they're just—it's clear up like super fanatical raves right now.
1: Oh yeah, R- R- Rotten Tomatoes apparently was certifiably fresh. Mm-hmm. So, so people are far, saying so. they
2: got it right. It's uh, it's awesome. Applause at the end of the show. Um, so yeah, looks like Deadpool's I, hitting it. There's
1: a part of me though, that feels like as a geek and as a pastor and as a father, like I want to just one more time, just remind all my Facebook friends, this is not for your kids. <laughs> not, not, not for your well, kids. Well,
2: with the rated R thing, I think they'll get it.
1: I th- well, yes and no, because I mean, I know, uh, the the reason i say sometimes no there are some parents that have that don't realize how hard an r it is because i mean all you really need to be an r-rated movie is have at least two f-bombs and a good level of violence Mm -hmm. this is 84 f-bombs apparently a pegging scene and, um, gore off the charts. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have made the movie like that. That's who Deadpool is. That's exactly who Deadpool is. But I, I gotta wonder how many kids are, are, how many parents are not gonna do the homework, you know? That's on them. Just, I know it's on them, but I'm just trying to make certain that, that my buddies who are geeks, uh, or, 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 who aren't geeks know what their kids wanna go sure. see to a degree. Sure. I mean, it's, again, it's not to say they shouldn't make the movie. But you know, if you're a parent, make a make a informed decision, not a oh well, you know, and and you know, I saw was it Rob Wynn had passed around a thing this week uh, saying, you know, don't say my kid's different from other kids, you know, don't say well my kid can handle everything if you don't realize to what degree this film is going to go, you know. So just make an informed decision, not just a cool parent decision. We have enough cool parents in the world. <laughs> Anyway, off my soapbox. But yeah, I I want to see it, um, and you know, I, I I and not to mention the holiday. But you know, I'm taking Emily out for the holiday. Uh huh. Um, but we're not going to that. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. Well, Mario Kart for some reason has really uh, gone viral a number of ways this week. There is a uh, a a GoPro video. Uh, uh, from the base 37 Facebook page, uh, they, they did a prank, uh, apparently in, in, in London, going through a shopping mall in Mario Kart attire with working Mario Kart-ish vehicles. This. Oh, is... and by the way, they did not have the permission of the mall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's a gimmick, it's a stunty thing, but, you know, you took the time to create the cosplay costumes to create the carts. That's pretty darn cool.
1: Yeah. And like I want one of those carts. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. They're so cool. It looks like it, it looks like, you know, I I've never seen a cart like that, but I I liked how they had like almost the uh, big wheel type of skid they could do in it and uh, make all the turns and uh I won't give you a complete spoiler, but it has a very funny ending, but uh <laughs> Take take a take a chance to see it. It's it's everything we've ever dreamed of doing at our local mall. Do it, do it, do it. And keeping with the Mario Kart theme, um, someone has mashed up Star Wars and Mario Kart to create Star Kart. Oh no! (laughs) And it's this, you know. And I know there is somebody out there saying somebody had too much time in their hands. Shut up! This is awesome. So well done, Dark Pixel. Yeah, well that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like how like, all, you have all those elements that that you think of for Mario Kart—the various weapons rotating, getting the boost when you need them, the little, the little ah ha ho ho-hoo-hee, and the sides, yeah—and so, then yeah. mixing
2: it up with the Star Wars music.
1: Yeah, and the music is 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 accurate to where it would happened in the movie. Yeah, I mean, that was the other thing. As someone who has watched that the trench run as many times as I have, like, oh, yep, that's right, uh-huh. that's right the right music and the right place and the right moments of anticipation. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So we're getting more details trickling in about the uh, Star Trek series that will be coming to uh, the C- is CBS Go, or what's what are they calling their service?
2: Uh, they are going to call this one, um, let me find it again, I remembered not it. Go, Go's HBO. CBS All Access. CBS All
1: Access, yes, All Access, streaming service in 2017 we're getting the uh uh fuller uh what's oh what's brian weird, fuller. fuller brian fuller uh of course behind hannibal and pushing daisies is the one who's going to be the showrunner. so a lot of people are excited about that that you know we got someone who who makes good television knows a lot about this type of thing so has gotten the blessing from some of the trekker community um and they're kicking around a possibility of who might be the captain
2: yeah and this is something that brian fuller has wanted forever um a specific person actually uh angela bassett
1: yeah and has oh, got their groove back it's
2: the <laughs> <laughs> um so this would be the the franchise's second black woman to play a Starfleet captain according to this article uh, from Blavity.com and uh, the first one was Madge Sinclair, first woman and black actor on screen as captain of the USS Saratoga.
1: And I'm trying to remember where that was. Uh, I have no idea. I don't don't know. I'm wondering if that was in like the the big battle with the Borg or something because I don't remember that Mm -hmm. being a major, I I don't remember it being a lot of screen time to it so uh, it kind of is, is escaping me so but yeah, I, I I like Angela Bassett. I like I like her in what she does. I, yeah, I I I I'd, I'd watch her watch her helm a starship. Uh, sorry, not helm a uh, captain a starship. Helmsman is another person. Um, but again, I'm still so don't know how I feel about this. Only on the streaming service.
2: I don't think you're alone in that. I think a lot of people are frustrated that they have to subscribe to that service in order to see Star Trek, um, which means. You know, changing up how you use television if you are currently subscribing to a uh, a pay service like DirecTV or Cable or um, Dish or something like that. Like, I'm completely unplugged right now. I don't have yeah. TV service. I, I buy as I go.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, for the cord cutters who have already made the jump, this is no big deal mm-hmm. to them. You know, they may already have uh, – be, be getting uh, CBS All Access. So maybe there will be a lot of people that – this doesn't even it doesn't even factor in because right. it's already who they are. Right. But you know. But uh my parents, you know, won't be watching this <laughs> watching this. Would <Were> they anyway? <laughs> uh I don't know. My 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 dad we were into Star Trek when we were kids. Yeah. So you know, my my parents took us to all the movies and all that. So yeah. Uh whether or not they watch any of the new Star Trek stuff, I don't know. I'm not sure. So But but my father bought a Roku before I did and just hasn't hooked it up. <laughs> It just sits (laughs) in his house in a box. I've offered to hook it up for him, and it still hasn't been hooked up. Well, the Internet Archive, actually, we have a connection to. It's one of the places where we uh, host our audio for our podcast. Uh, But they have added two very interesting things. Um, And anyone who grew up with remembering the very very beginning of pc gaming (laughs) um at least in its graphical form uh if you had a window 3.1 game you love to play you need to go to our show notes now because it may be available to play in your web browser
2: i love that archive.org does this oh yes it's so cool because it's what it's doing is allowing you to play old versions of games as emulated games and um And now they're moving into some of the more, you know, they've already gone back and archived Atari and Coleco and all those things. And now it's going into, like, PC gaming.
1: Yeah. I I was doing this earlier. I played some Wind Trek. Mm -hmm. It was a little Star Trek kind of navigation and battle type thing. It was all grid-based, and you had to navigate certain ways to do certain things and know how to read the long-range scanner and everything, and... Uh, it, it was fun, you know, definitely not top-of-the-edge graphics, but that's the point. It's Windows 3.1. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back later. I want to find the skiing game that we always used to play that had the Yeti that chased you down the mountain. I know that's got to be in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, Wheel of Fortune. Going to play some Wheel of Fortune? Later. I remember this Wheel uh, of Fortune game. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, Oregon Trail not yet available because oh. they're not open source. These are all the ones that are that are cleared for open sourcing now. So right. Don't go looking for stuff that's not legal yet, but you'll find all this stuff here. And there's a lot of fun things you can easily kill a lot of productive office hours. <laughs> can Can you think of any early Windows three one things that you uh, played a ton of?
2: There's, a, you know, I had. This is a, such an obscure thing, but one of the computers that I had came with a disc of, of games, actually a, uh-huh. a CD-ROM of games, and they were games I have never seen again. Um, and one of them was this weird genetics-style creature creation game. Where it was like a matching game, but you had to crossbreed these creatures in order to create, like, the model that they were showing. And so it would have, like, a spider leg and a lobster claw and a cat head and, you know, that you'd have to try to figure out how to cross these in order to get it done. I could never beat this game, but boy, I tried over and over and over again. Do you remember what it was called? I have no idea. I have zero idea and I'd Ugh. love to see if they actually make like that as an emulation. I'd have to look like do a deep dig into the internet to see if I could figure it out like what was the game where this yeah. happened and yeah. see if anybody remembers cuz it was well, on some like some
1: of the ones that if you look on the main screen here some of their top ones uh they have chess uh-huh um a Windows 95 demo uh Brick Buster Gem Storm Merlin, The Quest for the Wand, uh, The TDK Pinball Machine, um, Video Poker, Election 92. Oh, oh my. Uh, let's see. Some checkers. Uh, Desert Storm, The Air Campaign, uh, Wheel of Fortune, uh, Taipei, Deflector, Mrs. Chomp, which I'm sure is not at all Mrs. Pac-Man. Oh, um, I just found it. You just found it's it? It's
2: called Mixed Genetics. It was from the Microsoft Mixed- Entertainment Pack, the puzzle collection.
1: Is it on this chart? I don't know. Let's see. Is there a way to search this? Oh, search this collection. What did you say it was called? Mixed
2: Genetics. A collection of 10 puzzle no. computer games.
1: Does It's not available here.
2: This is Crazy.
1: I'm glad that you found
2: it, though. I just did a search to see if I could figure oh, it I out. Oh, I
1: found the Ski Free game is there. Is it there? The skiing game is there. Yeah. <laughs> Where you would ski and then the Yeti would chase you down the mountain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How funny. Oh, there'll be some lost hours at work next week. Oh, my gosh.
2: Oh, my gosh. This is the game. This is so funny. Okay, did I have, you find I, it I, online I, to play? No, I just found screenshots of it.
1: Mixed genetics. That's too Your funny. life is complete.
2: I don't know if anybody who is listening here remembers this game and how frustrating it was. Dude, that is crazy. (laughs) I will never forget this game, too. It's funny.
1: They're
2: bringing it back up.
1: Sometimes it's a sequel. Sometimes it's a reboot. They're bringing it back up to see if we'll pay good money uh, to watch, to view, to take in, to see the untold story. Of a very fast moving hedgehog. And I don't mean Ron Jeremy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we have in the works a hybrid live action animated Sonic the Hedgehog film. What? Was there a hole in your life, Jules, that this is going to fill? No. No. No,
2: <laughs> no Sonic. I know they made a cartoon out of it, and I know that that was the thing, right? And they did it, and people were like, oh, Sonic is cartoon. No, it was always a video game, and I don't understand why it was necessary to put some of these video game characters into cartoons and say, let's sell some more ad space. And so, no, I'm sorry. I don't really care about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. All I cared about with Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog was how fast could I roll down that huge hill and spin back up around the curly cue so I could catch the rings.
1: Get all and get all the rings all the time. That's what I cared Pulling about. Pulling down at the right moment and pushing up at the right, right. moment. Right. Oh yeah.
2: Right. So I don't know. I, this this is dumb. I am not into this. Make it go away.
1: This, this is this is try hard. They're trying so hard. You know. It's like, we can't think of anything original. What's left over that we can exploit? We need oh, to fill some. Oh, got this time. Blue hedgehog over here. <laughs> he kind of did well when we put him in Super Smash Brothers, so let's give him a, a movie deal. Mm-hmm. You know. No, nope. Uh, I'm not saying there's a glut of video games I need to see as a movie, um, but I know that Sonic is not among the characters I need the origin story
2: nope. for. No, make it go away, please. Make it go away.
1: As uh, Jules was discussing with me earlier between stories, uh, the reviews are coming in for Deadpool amazingly well. Um, and uh, and Fox showing they know how to do a little good cross promotion uh, featured the sword fighting skills of Olivia Munn and Ryan Reynolds in an Instagram release this week. <laughs> the,
2: and they, you know, of course, everyone's like, did you know she could wield a sword like that? Well, yeah, she did. She went and she trained for six hours a day to learn how to wield a sword like that so there and it
1: it looks pretty impressive that's very impressive kind of frightening and kind of doing something for you the same way kind of thing don't be messing Uh, with her (laughs) i will not be messing with olivia munn no will not not at all um but they do this wonderful juxtaposition (laughs) in this video
2: yeah it's great and you'll have to watch that i don't want to spoil it either um but uh Catching the humor, the good humor that they're having between these movies. It's cool. It's neat. You watch Olivia Munn swing a sword around like an expert. Go watch it. It's cool.
1: No. It, 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 it it's each of them as you would imagine their characters to be. Yeah. If Psylocke and Deadpool were having a discussion, this is how it would go down. And it's believable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we talked about this in previous weeks that uh, Netflix is, is, uh, along with DreamWorks bringing Voltron, uh, to our streaming devices. Um, and they have released a title and a graphic for us. And yes, we're going to go a little nerdy on a graphic. Uh, but, uh <laughs> but stick with me. Uh, stick with me. Uh, we've got, uh, Netflix DreamWorks Voltron Legendary Defender will be the title. Um, first off, your Voltron has all your colors of the lions built into it, which I think is kind of cool. Um, but then they have a kind of a stand up, uh, a, 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 a profile, uh, or, or portrait image rather that you can see the outline, the ghostly outline of the giant robot in the background. Mm-hmm. So they are, they are trying to tease us without giving us everything we might want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I am, I don't know. Again, I loved Voltron back in the day. So I I'm, I'm willing to give it a look. I'm willing to give it a look. I don't know if I'm on the edge of my seat. Ooh, ooh, ooh Voltron, Voltron, but you know, willing to give it a look. Yeah,
2: I am I don't really care <laughs> because Voltron, it doesn't ring anything to me. So um but I'm cool. It's cool for people who want to see it and it's cool that it's coming to Netflix, it's cool that DreamWorks is working on it. So you've got a chance that it's gonna be quite good and, and quite what you need it to be. <laughs>
1: Form feet and legs. Form arms and body.
2: And I'll form the head.
1: Well, you know, Ryan earlier told us about having uh, all these games for a system he doesn't even own yet. And, uh, you know, we have the virtual reality uh, rigs we're being told are on the way. We don't quite know what all they're going to do with them. Well, someone has taken upon themselves to create a VR version of the classic Duck Hunt. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty cool.
2: (laughs) I mean, this is cool. And uh, it's, it's funny now, even going to PAX. Could see that there were some games in there that were trying to do some incorporation of the VR headsets. And there was one where, um, they were creating a, a, an exercise VR combo. So you'd be on an exercise bike and you'd be pedaling and the game would be forwarding as you would be pedaling. Um, and the VR headset would be showing you the
1: way along. Let me ask you this, Jules. You're a gamer. Mm-hmm. I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. Do you need that level of physical immersion in your game?
2: I I mean, I, I there are certain things that I would love about it. My problem is that, and you are too, we're both glasses wearers.
1: Yes. And VR headsets
2: true. are not really that friendly to someone who wears glasses unless they can adjust to your prescription so you can see when you're up close. And so I don't think I needed, I don't know, I... I I like being immersed in my games, but I don't know at this point. Like, everyone's really stoked about the new VR headsets that are coming out. And I have very little interest in purchasing one in the first generation until I see oh, what stuff is going to be yeah. out there for us to entertain ourselves with it.
1: We, we were a Betamax family, so you don't have to tell me about not adopting too early. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 and probably still a, well, still a little bitter. Yeah, still yeah. a little. It was the better format. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. But, uh, but yeah, it's, this is so interesting to see like an 8 bit classic. That's what we do with it. (laughs) But you can
2: feel like you're shooting the ducks, Cliff. Yeah. yeah,
1: Watching them spin to the ground after they freeze in mid space. (laughs) And the dog comes It's kind of interesting, though, how it will be in a 360 environment. Uh huh. So, like, there could be stuff that's behind you, so you have to turn around to get it, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so I, I I I could see I could see where it would be interesting. I could see it would be interesting. So so let's see what we got. Uh, who's developing for the Oculus Rift? Apparently, uh, Eight Bit Duck Hunt and porn. Uh-huh. That's who's working on the Oculus Rift right now. Have fun right. with that, people. Good.
0: Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. Impressive. I'm
1: terribly sorry about all this. No reward is worth this. We seem to be made to suffer. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Star Watch. Who's the more
2: foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him?
1: Well, we get to turn our eyes to the horizon again, keeping an eye on what we'll find out about the next episode, uh, Episode 8 in the Star Wars saga. Uh, Production has officially begun. So we have, we've had our breather. We have allowed, uh, all of the, all of the speculation of what we learned from The Forced Awakens to really get into the consciousness of the people. And now comes the next installment. Mm-hmm. Hard at work. Um, I, so many questions I want addressed. And I know some of them we may never get addressed until episode nine. I get that. Uh, but I'm, it's going to be a hard wait for December of 2017 for me. I know. I know. I mean, Rogue One you'll
2: get next year and December, okay. but it's going to be excited about. Yeah, excited about that. So, what do we have to look forward to? We get to wait for every for this to come out on DVD, so we can watch it on DVD and streaming,
1: and watch it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And then, uh, have we gotten a date on when they're saying that's going to be released? It hasn't been. Video? I think there's
2: speculation. Yeah, it's next month, but I doubt it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I would I would guess April at the soonest. Yeah. April the soonest, you know. But uh, I don't know unless they want to make it in time for Easter, which is end of March. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we've got an early Easter well, this year, huh?
1: Yes, we have a very early Easter this year. It's one of the earliest it can be. Okay, yes, the very last Sunday in March is Easter. Okay, all right. So you know, it came out of Christmas. Why not come? Why not? Uh, why not come back at Easter? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, but yeah, I. Yeah, I, I really have been jonesing to watch it again to see what else I'm missing and pick up on little things. And, yes, I'm really looking forward to having it in my home and being able to back up small sections and see them over and, and all of that. You know what? So... I stand
2: corrected. There is a release date out on the Internet it says that it's April 5th. April 5th? Oh, yeah.
1: uh, so April. Okay, good. All right. It'll be just past Easter. Yeah. So.
2: According to DVDreleasedates.com, Blu-ray and DVD <laughs> release is set for April 5th, 2016.
1: That would be perfect. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. We are, we are discussing about if in the new home we can get a new television for the living room. Mm. This would be a very good first watch on a, on a, on a bigger screen. Heck yeah. I, you... I don't think I want to go, don't think we want to go the 4K road. I don't think I'm going to be able to get that. Oh, past, that's expensive. Uh, uh, yeah. I say yeah. I, I don't think I need that, you know, but I, I would like a bigger screen. We, we have a 42, but the living room we're getting in the new house is like, 21 feet by 13 feet, so it's a good-sized mm-hmm. So and a really large wall, so I'd kind of like it to be a, a good-sized TV for yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. We'll see. If there's anything you want, if there's anything you need, the Delivery brings it to you here with speed. Yes, our speedy delivery is a speedy delivery.
0: Speedy. Delivery. You well,
1: before we turn our uh, turn ourselves the mailbag, let's point out you, you. It's not that Ryan's mad at either of us and upset about anything we said. We just lost Ryan lost internet earlier, so uh, he will hopefully be back next week, um, and uh, so hopefully the, that those issues will get sorted out. So uh, we we miss you, Ryan. But uh, what interactions do we have in the mailbox, Jules?
2: We have okay. So I've got a couple things from Spanky Hunter on Twitter. He said, "Great show. My two cents." De- Dear Hollywood, stop rebooting stuff. Use your brain and show us something original.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I would agree.
2: From our MacGyver discussion last week, uh, Mockteld on Twitter said, Did you hear my shriek of joy from Massachusetts? Yes, there is, in fact, a MacGyver shrine in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And she showed a picture of it.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome.
2: Um. From Twitter, Epic Gray's uh, said, "Thanks, but no thanks, Google. I could take the faster route, but the traffic gives me more time to listen to W E K K podcast and I R I better."
1: Oh, well, thank you, Epic Graze. That was thank great. You so much. I, I, am <clears throat> actually kind of looking forward to it. the new house. Will give me about, um, about ten minute drive back and forth. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I don't. I'm literally seven blocks from the church now, mm-hmm. so I I really don't have a lot of podcast listening time mm-hmm. okay, unless I'm out riding my bike to work or walking to work, in which case I do. So I'm kind of looking forward to being able to get a few more minutes of various podcasting time and yeah. listening to other shows because you know we. we when Todd Whitehead was on here, we both kind of talked about when you make content, you don't get to listen to as much content because mm-hmm. you're you're busy editing and everything. So it's it true. doesn't happen as much. So. It's true. But with that, oh, I have
2: one more. It's, oh yeah, I have, I have one, one, one more okay. um, from our friend Jim Beverly Tuckanuck uh, on Twitter. He said, "Warning: Listening to IRI Better may be hazardous to your wallet." And he shows three games that he purchased: Sheriff of Nottingham. The Red uh, Flags game that I recommended and Super Fight from the same company that made the Red Flags game.
1: Oh, awesome, awesome. I, I hope you're having fun with all of them. Please uh, please give us a review and let us know how much uh, you're enjoying them. I, I I We've got games that we haven't quite broken into yet, but uh, the Red Flags one, I may need to see about adding that to the rotation. That has, that has good possibilities. And with that, it's time to go back to present day. We hope that we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at IRememberedItBetter at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRI better. follow me at RevanGeek, Ryan at RL good 98 and Jules at JulesRPG. If you missed any of that, you can find all the info in this program by going to www.iribetter.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash better. Want to join the chat room for the live show? We broadcast every Thursday evening at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash better. Our voiceovers are provided by Amy Breedlove. You can follow her on Twitter at voicework. That's voice, W-E-R-K, and through her website, www.amiebreenlove.com. We're part of the Signals Media All-Star Network podcast family at signalsmedia.com. Please rate us on iTunes, and more importantly, tell your friends all about us. Uh, Jules, what do you got going on around the ranch? So tomorrow night, we're going to do another another round of drinking and swearing, I
2: think. So come <laughs> hang out with us and play me and Pat Crane. Um, we will not have a tour in Think Tank this weekend because it's Valentine's Day on Sunday. We did a show last night. Um, and so we kind of made up for the Super Bowl and for Valentine's Day falling on Sundays subsequently um, and uh, yeah it's just a whole bunch of stuff that you can just check out um, i say best follow my Twitter and you'll find out all the cool things that I tend to pop up during the week so that's the best way to do it
1: <laughs> well join us soon for episode 125 we'll see you in the future in the past
0: you're, we're doing that little bit in the audio. I get a text from one one of my staff uh, on my on my work phone of all things. Dude, you'll never believe who I ran just ran into at Walmart, and I'm like, Jesus? Question <laughs> mark. And he sends me a picture of a John Cena action figure. <laughs> He's like, nice. Nice. I guess
2: they missed you and your John Cena ness.
0: I'm convinced we're gonna find out one day that. Jules does not have cats. She's just batshit crazy.
2: Well, there, there's the cat. It's right nope. there.
0: I mean, says he's who. right there. Yeah, see, look, That's, kitty, I, kitty I don't see it. You're not pointing <laughs> at anything.
2: It's it's it's, it's, it's in, like uh, a beautiful
0: mind for crazy cat ladies.
2: <laughs> he just so he scared the living hell out of me earlier because I'm I'm on a Skype call um, for an hour beforehand before we did the show and he what he does is he likes to come up by my chair and he likes to stretch one paw up like an old man and the paw comes up and it just kind of stretches and shakes and i he came up behind me and there's a light behind me to 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 light me for the show and the shadow passes as the paw comes up i thought there was somebody in the room (laughs) and so i i mean it looked like someone came up behind me i'm alone here so i went oh my god and then of course it's the cat going what mom
0: what <laughs> what's the matter
2: <laughs> what's the matter mom
0: oh uh, see e- even when i know there's people in the house like if i'm in bed like i, I she, like when my kids were babies and they would cry i didn't wake up like i was just like Meh, they'll make it you know um the dog's whining and stuff wants to go out or eat or some crap like i'm like, Meh, ah, whatever. But like the second I hear like a creak in the house, like I shoot up like a rocket and I grab yeah. at least two different weapons and, <laughs> and just like I'm fully alert. It's insane. And no- start
1: fashioning a third. You
0: start yeah. sharpening like your mm-hmm. bedpost off to be a stake. And yeah. I'm pouring gas in the chainsaw. Like, mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna kill <laughs> some sh tonight. Oh,
1: uh, twitch.tv slash IRIP. The best Twitch show ever. Oh, is this
0: the musical episode of I Remember to Better? Yeah, Yeah, I'm just gonna (laughs) sing everything.
1: Yeah. Sing everything. It's like, remember your Twitter challenge you used to do years ago of trying to make really weird phrases and just work them into conversation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to sing.
0: I have to sing things. That was fun. We should do that again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Counting it down in three. Three. Two, one, One. bro. You totally, not only did you count in another language, you counted in the reverse order and you skipped a digit. (laughs) And and you are recording, right? Do what now? You are recording, right? Hmm? Recording what? You're you're (laughs) recording. This? Just making sure before we do this. We record this? Yeah. Why? I'm taking that as a yes. Why
0: do we record this? Do people listen to this?
1: <laughs> yes, they do. Coming on up 120... <laughs> Coming up for episode 124, more Mario Kart than you'd know what to do with. It's time. To... <laughs> God, what's going on? Try that again. You got
0: Clem in the throat.
1: Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I'm Cliff Haddix, and I'm a loser, baby, and you've done a good job of killing me. Also known as Revving Geek, I'm no, I, uh, I botched all of that up. Ah! I'm well, wondering if there's a again, parallel storyline. Kind
0: of watched a lot of the series. Uh, was it something that was uh, fairly consolidated into one space, or I mean, is this could this movie possibly be? We lose you, know, you elsewhere in the in the universe? I can see his lips moving, but I can't hear what he's saying. Yeah,
2: we lost his sound.
0: Ryan, did you mute yourself, or you know? Skype can just disconnect. His internet. disconnect?
2: His, yeah, his internet disconnected.
1: Oh, uh, boy. He probably says something really, really poignant, too.
2: He's been having Skype issues.
1: Yeah. Skype is not... Uh, it's zipping his fly again. <laughs> that joke never gets old, does it? He, he has to never change his avatar because that's the greatest thing about it. Exactly. Exactly. This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star
0: Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?